Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging loved one? Are you a senior searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you. Providing information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. And now, America's Senior Care Consultant, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, your Senior Care Consultant, and I really appreciate you tuning in today. And as you may know that, and you know what, if you're new to the program, this might be news to you. <laughs> okay, the, the mission of Senior Care Live is to provide information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. So we have three, really uh, two primary groups, but now we have a third one creeping in here. So the, the first group is uh, the seniors. So that would include everyone, I would say, you know, 65 and above. They're learning, they're listening, they're making plans, and they're really driving their own uh, plans and strategies. On, on aging. And then the second group, their caregivers, very, very important. I would say that that's a, a huge part of the audience. And so I would say 40, 45 to maybe up to upwards of about 65 with some level, either minimum level or, uh, you know, max level, hands-on level, uh, some, some level of responsibility for caring for an aging or elderly loved one. And then the third group that is uh, really really making some inroads here. There are a lot, and I mean a lot, of senior care professionals, people working in the business of senior care, from physicians to elder law firms to financial advisors. To, I mean, just all, all over accounting firms, tax preparers. I mean, there are nurses, case managers. It goes on and on and on. People who serve seniors in a professional way, and we have again lots of those folks tuning in. So, uh, if you're if you're new to the program, welcome. And if you've listened to the program for years, welcome back. And I sure appreciate all of you tuning in today. Okay, so last week I talked a little bit about assisted living. I reviewed the three primary pricing models for assisted living. And just a super quick review. The most common model is a base charge plus a level of care charge. Okay, the second one is a base charge plus an a la carte set of charges. And then the third one is a flat fee for service charge. So it's just flat every month. It doesn't change. And then I also mentioned that most assisted living communities charge a one-time 
upfront community fee. It's non-refundable. Anywhere from a thousand to maybe three thousand thirty five hundred dollars, and I also did note that there are some assisted living communities that do not charge and a community fee that upfront. Think of it as an HOA, but it's a one time only non refundable community fee. All right, and then I mentioned that maybe I'll cover some of this stuff next week, which is what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to get into a lot of super, super helpful and important information. So first of all, assisted living, and I did touch on this last time too, but I think I want to review this quickly. Assisted living is not a standardized model like long-term care. So if you go, if you look at a long-term care provider, Uh, Also, still commonly referred to as a nursing home. It's that highest level of care, that medical model. You look at their licensure. I mean, they they are all offering the same thing. It's very standardized as far as a model is concerned. Okay. Now, clearly, some do a much better job in the delivery than others. Okay, but they they all offer about the same. That's the whole point. In assisted living, it's a very wide lane. It's not a standardized model at all. You have a lot of leeway where the community can offer just very little support. So it's kind of leaning almost over towards a kind of a glorified independent living apartment place. Some of them lean way over to the right and provide a tremendous amount of support approaching that long-term care level. And, oh, by the way, everything in between. (laughs) So uh, this is why I've always said that this is, I believe, the assisted living level of care is the second most difficult level of care to try to wrap your arms around because you can talk to 10 different places, hear 10 different stories, and each each one of those stories would be correct because, again, not a standardized model. And everyone could be doing something and offering something a little bit different. Okay, so <laughs> this one is, is always, I, I think it's really important to, to cover. Beware of the dreaded over-promise under-deliver. That's the type of a statement that may be made by some sales representatives. It goes something like this. Well, we are an age and place community, and we can care for your loved one for the rest of their life. And while that is certainly their intention, that is their desire, they would like to do that. They can care for someone for the rest of their life until they can't. In a study, it's a study that I really like, it found that 59% of assisted living residents required a higher level of care during their stay. So the statement of we can care for your loved one for life is true and correct. According to this study, that statement is true 41% of the time. And again, according to the study, 59% of the time, it falls into the category very clearly of over-promised, under-deliver. 
Now, I think the majority of our local assisted living communities in the extended Kansas City metro area, and I think in a lot of places around the country, I think they do a much better job than this particular study uh, will basically would report or claim. And I don't believe that uh, all of these places discharge 59%, at least in our area. But they do discharge residents every single day. And I believe it's really important that you are aware of some of the reasons that could get you a discharge notice. So, without further ado, I'm going to review a list of the top 10 reasons that you could be discharged from the assisted living level of care. And it these are not in any particular order, okay? So here is one, becoming a two-person transfer. So what that means is the resident has become so weak that it takes two staff members to help that resident from point A to point B. So from their bed to their walker, from their bed to their wheelchair, in in and out of the shower, on and off the toilet, that kind of a thing. So not too long ago, I received a call, someone needing help from my firm, Senior Care Consulting, and they were just super upset. I mean, actually, I'm being nice to They were livid that they just received a 30-day discharge notice from a particular assisted living community. And they were told the same thing. Yep, yep, your dad can live here for the, for his entire life. We're an age-in-place community, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But they, they said, but we were not told of any transfer limitations, meaning They could only provide a one-person transfer, not a two. And so I think their dad, I think he was only there for maybe two or three months. This was a really fast stay. And then they get this letter and they felt blindsided and they were really ticked off because they were told, they were told, all right, Asian place community and... It falls into that category of overpromise under deliver. So most of the times, I, I, I think that a lot of these folks who are out going through the search and selection process, they're just not asking the right questions. But some folks at this community also did not explain to them the assisted living limitations. And so I, I think it's I think both parties could be at fault in this particular situation. With senior care consulting, this is not ever an issue. We will not allow you to make that mistake. So if you don't want to make a mistake, you want to get it right, you want to get it right the first time, reach out to my firm, Senior Care Consulting at 913 913- 945-2800-913-945-2800. We will help you get it right. Right now, the Senior Care Live question of the week. Medicare will pay for your stay in an assisted living community. Is that statement true or false? What do you think? You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. 
For more information, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. Medicare will pay for your stay at an assisted living community. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... False. The answer is false. Sorry to break the bad news to you. (laughs) Don't throw rocks. I'm just the messenger. (laughs) Medicare will not pay for a single penny of your stay at the assisted living level of care. And again, these these are all the things that are known by my firm, Senior Care Consulting, if someone is is expecting Medicare to pay for that, well, we would have that discussion right up front and then look at other funding options uh, available, and we would not allow you to think something is true when it's actually not true at all. So uh, we, we would get that ironed out with you uh, right up front and help you understand that and then explore other funding options. Just one of the many things that uh, we provide, one of the many benefits that we provide our clients with Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800 or online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. All right, back to the top 10 reasons that you or your loved one could be discharged from the assisted living level of care. And before I go on and before I get too many calls or or emails from folks working in the business saying, oh, you don't like assisted living. Nope, that's not true. (laughs) That's not true at all. There's an unbelievable amount of, uh, of just wonderful support that you can receive at the assisted living level of care. And I'm not anti assisted living in any way, shape or form. But again, the mission of the program is to provide information, education, resources for seniors and their caregivers. And the information that I'm covering today is just not really talked about much, if at all. And so I'm educating thousands or tens of thousands of people in the market, and they need to know about this. And I'll never apologize for that. Thank you very much. (laughs) So, okay, number two. Requiring too much care, that could get you a discharge notice, an unexpected discharge notice. Well, what, what do you mean, Steve? They said we're an agent place community. They could blah, 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 you know, all the stuff, the over-promise, under-deliver, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the staffing model in assisted living, it just has limitations. Okay, and that, I think that would go for most assisted living communities. They're just limitations, and it's primarily based on staffing, staffing model. And if you need more care than they can offer, then you're, you're just going to get a discharge notice. Well, Steve, that's not true, et cetera. Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, I, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it is. It is. Every single assisted living community has a threshold, period. 
And if you exceed that threshold, you will have to move. It's just a fact. Number three, incontinence care. Incontinence care is becoming more and more necessary, and that could cause the discharge. Now, with that being said, I think the vast majority of assisted living communities can and will provide up to a certain level of incontinence support. But if that incontinence care exceeds what they choose to offer, then this, uh, this, this will trigger a discharge if, if, you just, if you need too much incontinence care or incontinence support. And I've, I've seen that with my own eyes. Well, the incontinence care is just becoming uh, so much and, and so, so overwhelming. It's taking so much of our time that we're just not going to be able to keep up with that. You're going to need to transfer to long-term care so that they can do a better job uh, managing that incontinence management part of your, of your plan of care because they, they have more staffing and they're able to do that. Okay? I, I see it all the time. Number four, if you need a low air loss mattress to prevent wound care issues and skin breakdown issues. So again, if you're getting into wound care and skin breakdown, that's really uh, crossing over the line into instead of helping out with activities and, and, and supporting those activities of daily living, now you're crossing over into a medical need of wound or wound care management, and that's where, you, that's where you're going to lose them, most of them. Now, as soon as I say all this, there are, of course, there are exceptions. I do know of uh, just, just a very, very few places that can offer a two-person transfer. Okay, so there are always exceptions to these things, but the vast majority of places, all of these things are true. All right, number five, if your loved one needs uh, medical care, such as, and I just mentioned wound care, maybe they need compression wraps. For lymphedema and cellulitis issues, maybe they require a mechanical lift in lieu of a two-person transfer. Maybe they require tube feeding through a peg tube, catheter care for urinary catheter management. At most places, that's not going to fly. IV therapy, that's definitely not going to fly at any place that I've seen in, at the assisted living level. So, again, if your loved one needs some of these medical-related support services, that's, that's going to get you a discharge. If your loved one requires pain management, this is number six, and that's more than they can handle. So, for example, managing pain patches, pain injections, managing a pain pump. They may be able to handle some of these things, but it may, again, may cross that threshold. They may not be able to, to help out with all these things, and that could create a discharge situation. Number seven, it could be as simple as needing diabetic management with insulin injections. Most assisted living communities cannot offer or do not offer around-the-clock diabetic management. Again, it's just a function of staffing. So I'll also say that if the resident living in assisted living, at the assisted living level of care, if they can 
do their own insulin injections that that's and they can demonstrate that that's fine you can do that but if 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 that person declines to the point where they cannot do their own insulin injections and then you require that community staff to do it then then that's that's the line right there okay for for most of them for most of the places. Number eight, if you need help eating food or needing a very specialized diet, such as a parade diet or another special type of a diet, that could cause the discharge. So again, if you're saying, oh my gosh, I didn't know any of this. Well, guess what? Most people don't. And guess what? (laughs) That's why my firm, Senior Care Consulting, that's why we exist, to help our clients through the search and selection process so that so that we'll just get it. Here's the bottom line. We're going to help you get it right and get it right the first time. 913-945-2800. We're online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. And coming up, you don't want to miss number nine or number ten. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. Have a question? Visit SeniorCareLive.com. Stick around. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For podcasts of the program, visit SeniorCareLive.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so today we're talking about the top 10 reasons that you could be discharged from the assisted living level of care. And number nine, quite frankly, is such a whopper, I decided to create a consumer alert just for number nine. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. This is a consumer alert. Consumer alert. Okay, so this one is a whopper. I've seen it over and over and over again. This is a major point where people really stub their toe in the search and selection process. Again, my clients with Senior Care Consulting, they don't make this mistake. But if if you don't use Senior Care Consulting and you're not aware of some of these things, this one's a very easy mistake to make. That's why I'm covering it, so to help you not make that mistake. So all assisted living communities care for residents with cognitive impairment. Let me restate that. All assisted living communities care for residents with cognitive impairment. Now, if you contact one, they're going to say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we offer memory support. Oh, we have quite a few residents here with dementia. It's, they'll say things like this. And they'll say that even if they do not have a separate memory care neighborhood. So here's why. Again, all of them care for cognitively impaired residents. Okay, so there are, what that means is there are a lot of residents just living their lives, and they might just be just really early on in the dementia decline. They're pleasantly confused, might forget what they had for breakfast today, but it's just the, the cognitive issues are just not causing them really too many problems right now. Okay, they can care for a person like that all day. So 
Here's the challenge. When the memory-related issues start to exceed their limits, then you're going to be asked to move. An example is, say, your loved one's doing well at the assisted living level of care. Everything's going great. But then at some point there is a decline and your loved one is now wandering. They're, they're walking around. They're not trying to cause any trouble, but they're wandering in and out of other people's apartments. They may get confused and go down and go down the hall and walk into one of the apartments and lay down in the bed of another resident. And they're, again, they're not trying to cause problems and God love them. They don't understand exactly what they're doing, but it's very upsetting to another resident. It's like, hey, this isn't your space. Go back to your apartment. They may be wandering away from the building, not trying to cause any issues. And now they're considered an elopement risk. Now, frankly, most assisted living communities have what's called a wonder guard system. It's a little transmitter on a little watch or a bracelet. If you get too close to the exit, it sets off an alarm. They can come and redirect the resident so that they don't, again, unintentionally you know, walk outside and put themselves in harm's way. It's a great tool, but <laughs> here, here's one of the challenges with that. If your loved one sets off that alarm 20 times a day, they're not going to deal with that. <laughs> if it's now and then, it's no big deal. I, they can take care of that. But if it just becomes too much of an issue and they're setting off the alarm way too many times uh, uh, per, per day, you are going to get a discharge notice unless they have a designated separate memory care neighborhood. Um, I would say more than half do not have that separated designated memory care neighborhood. So if, again, if you choose a place and they say they offer memory care, a lot of people here have dementia, et cetera, and then your loved one declines and they cannot manage that any longer and they don't have a separate designated memory care unit, you will absolutely get a discharge. It's going to catch you off guard So please don't make that mistake. Proceed with caution. This has been a consumer alert brought to you by Senior Care Live. Okay, so let's let's move on. Uh, Number 10. If you run out of money. Not all assisted living communities, but I would say the majority of them. Are private pay only, even if you've lived there for 10 years. Okay, if they are not Medicaid certified, and if they're not connected with the Medicaid program, it doesn't matter if you've lived there for 10 years, you're going to get a discharge notice. So the reason I know that (laughs) is, and and this is not funny, but I do know these things because I've experienced them with, uh, with throughout all of the years of helping people through these issues. And, and again, helping them in the search and selection process. Got a call from a young lady. Her grandmother had lived at this place. She had lived there for years. Uh, Her grandmother had spent her her income every month plus $350,000 of her assets. One day she gets a discharge letter and she said, well, what 
what, what what's wrong? Did did we do something? Did I do something? Or did did my grandma? She called her Grams. Did, did she do anything? Oh no, you didn't do anything wrong. We love her, but uh, she's out of money. We don't take Medicaid, so you're going to have to move. That is an issue that never happens to my clients with senior care consulting. We take care of all of that. We understand all of that right up front. It just doesn't happen with my clients. Okay, then a couple of bonus bonus uh, points here. We'll go to 11 and 12. I said the top 10. We'll throw in a couple of bonus here. So your loved one is falling too much. So they're becoming weak. It could be a situation of just declining strength. Your gait is off. Medications contribute to falls, like big time. And your loved one is falling too frequently. At some point, it will not take too long. They're going to say, we do not have enough staff to provide enough oversight And we can't even get close to any one-on-one supervision and care for your loved one. And they keep falling, and we don't want them to get hurt or injured. So you're going to have to move them. Well, wait a minute. I I, I thought you you took care of people for the rest of their lives, and and you're an age-in-place community, et cetera, et cetera. Well, not in this case. Your loved one's falling too frequently. You're going to have to move. So they may offer you, they may extend an olive branch here. They may ask you to sign a negotiated risk agreement. And I don't have time to break that down today. But basically what that is, is you are agreeing that your loved one is falling a lot and you are not going to hold them responsible for your loved one's falls and the resulting injuries. All I can say about that is do not ever sign one of those agreements. Never sign a negotiated risk agreement. You're completely taking them off the hook. Uh, they, They need to have some responsibility for caring for your loved one and watching after them. And you never, ever, ever want to do that. What that is screaming loudly and clearly is your loved one's not at the right level of care. All right. And then the bonus... Again, number 12, if your loved one has any negative types of behaviors, they will be discharged. That could be too much wandering, wandering in and out of other residents' rooms. It could be exit-seeking, so I'm going home, I'm out of here. You're hitting the door 20 times a day. It could be the use of foul language or inappropriate language. It could be inappropriate sexual advances from someone with Alzheimer's or dementia, and God love them. They probably they don't understand what they're doing, but and they can't help it. But on the other hand of that, uh, you you just cannot be doing that to another resident. Period. That you cannot have it. They're going to have to go to a special memory care provider that can accommodate that. Okay, all male unit, all female unit, etc. Could be aggressive or combative behaviors, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, if there are any negative behaviors, that's going to get you a real quick ticket out of there. So, if all of this sounds really overwhelming, the question is, what can you do to avoid an unwanted or premature discharge 
from the assisted living level of care? Stay tuned. I will answer that coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. To contact Steve or a guest on his show, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more coming up. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. Have a question? Visit SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so I've just gone through the top 10 reasons that you could be discharged from the assisted living level of care. I threw in a couple of bonus reasons for the top 12, actually. How about that? And now, what can you do to avoid all of that? All right, so I'm a huge, huge fan of the assisted living level of care. Tons of my clients have required the assisted living level of care, and we've helped them uh, get it right, determine what they need, research the market, identify our top options, take a tour of the top options, gather a lot of information when we're on our tours, prepare a report with a ton of objective information so that our clients can make an informed and confident decision. So we've worked a lot with the assisted living level of care. But if you're out there doing it on your own, what can you do to avoid some of these premature discharges and really help extend or maximize your stay at that chosen assisted living community? Number one, ask the right questions about all of their limitations. They are not required to explain any of this to you. They may explain it, but they're not required to tell you any of this stuff like I just did. So you need to have a very thorough understanding of what you're getting into and how much care they actually provide. Because again, this is not a standardized model. And and one place could be wildly different, drastically different than the next. So ask the right questions. Number two, if your loved one has memory-related issues, just make sure you choose a place that provides memory care in a separate memory care neighborhood or a separate part of the building having codes on the doors and all the things included in memory care, if that increased care, a special type of care is needed in the future, you want to pick one today that has has the, the memory care neighborhood so you don't get cut off guard and you don't get discharged. Number three, maybe choose an assisted living community that's connected to long-term care so that if your loved one needs that higher level of care, that 59% that I talked about earlier in the program, they can ease, They don't have to move again. They can easily transition to that level of care within the community without being discharged. And tons of my clients with senior care consulting, they're like, Steve, we don't want to do this again. We want to do this one and done. We want to start in assisted living, and then we want long-term care available for down the road if and when we might need that. Okay. Yep, we can definitely do that. That covers it. And then last but not least, understand the finances of it all. Do the math. Calculate how long your loved one can afford to pay privately. Then ask yourself this one question. Are you willing to move them again one more time if the time should come that they run out of money? 
If the answer is no, I don't want to move them one more time, then you need to choose a place that is either connected to long-term care, that's also Medicaid certified, or choose a place that an assisted living community that works with the Medicaid program. I think the most solid of the plans would be choose an assisted living community connected to long-term care where the long-term care portion of the community is Medicaid certified. Then that way you've got all of the bases covered. All right. So let's have a little bit of fun here. This is one of my favorite segments. And now myth versus fact. All right. So we're going to do a little myth busting here today. And uh, this is regarding uh, my one of my favorite topics, the free referral services, promising to help you find a place for your mom, your dad, your spouse, your loved one. So the myth is that the free referral services work directly for the families. But the fact is they do not work for the families. They work for the facilities that they represent. See, the reason it's free to you is because they don't work for you. It's just as simple as that. Another one, the myth is that the free referral services represent all of your options in the market. That's not true. So here's the fact. They only represent the facilities willing to pay them gigantic kickbacks. You see, they're paid by the places they recommend, which is a gross conflict of interest. So that's how they get paid, folks. <laughs> so you're, you're going to hear about the places that they highly recommend, and those places are the ones that they have a business relationship, a partnership with And those are the ones you're going to hear about, period. Number three, the myth is that the free referral services are very selective about who they will represent. Let me clear my throat on that one. (laughs) This is not true at all. The fact is that they will represent any senior care provider willing to pay them thousands and thousands of dollars for their recommendation. I know of one particular place that just had such a horrible track record, but it was so highly recommended by some of the free referral services. That answers that question. And number four, the myth is that the free referral services have visited each and every place they represent, and they're well-versed in what they offer. But the fact is that in many cases, they do not visit the places on their list I know this for a fact because I've received phone calls from providers, this is actually from some other states, saying that they've never met a representative from the free referral service. They sent them over a DocuSign agreement, they signed it electronically, never heard from them, <laughs> never met anyone, but, th- but, but their salespeople were out there, highly recommended everything. Just ridiculous. So the bottom line is, don't take the bait. And that's a fact. For more information about the facts, stay tuned to this program or contact Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800 or visit SeniorCareConsulting.com. 
All right. So what an excellent program. We talked about the top 10, and I threw in a couple of bonuses. Uh, but the, the top 10 reasons that you could be discharged from assisted living, super, super important information. And, uh, and, and all of, if, if all of that seemed really overwhelming, uh, frankly, that's because it is. <laughs> so I would invite you to reach out to my firm, Senior Care Consulting. We are not a free referral service, and we're darn proud of that. We work directly for you, with you, and on behalf of you and your family, and we work in the best interest of you and your family and your loved one requiring the placement. So we take a fiduciary type of an approach. If that sounds attractive to you, and you're like, you know what, we need to reach out and find out what that's all about, Give us a call. We offer a free consultation at 913-945-2800, 913-945-2800, or visit online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. All right, I'm Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.